Hi, I'm Gar Sanders. I'm Jamie Wincup. I'm Lee Holdsworth. I'm James Courtney. We're the Forex Angels, and you're listening to the VA Insiders. It's your weekly dose of V8 news on the V8 Insiders. Now here's your host, Craig Revell. Perth changes their 2011 date. V8 received more international interest, and we're joined by the Forex Angels. Hi, I'm Ebony from the Forex Angels. Join us on the V8 Insiders. As the red lights go out on the final of the V8 Insiders of 2010. You've taken the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. The Perth round for next year has been moved one week earlier to remove a potential clash with the AFL. The round was scheduled for May 6 to 8, but will now be held from April 30 to May 1st. V8 CEO Martin Whitaker said the date shift is a move to guarantee our fans, sponsors and teams the best possible exposure and coverage for the Perth event. It was also announced that Trading Post will take over the naming rights of the WA round. Big Pond has previously been the title sponsor, but the decision was made by Telstra to rebrand the event, which was cut from this year's calendar, to the Trading Post brand. Big Pond Sports has revealed that the British driver Tom Onslow Cole wants to head down under to race V8s. He is currently shopping around for an enduro seat, but would accept an invitation to race at the Gold Coast if he cannot secure a Bathurst start. Two drivers who will walk away from the main game next year are Tony Riccadello and Andrew Thompson. The V8 Insiders caught up with both as they reflected on their seasons. Obviously, um, you know, all, every driver's here to win, so um, we, were, we were looking to obviously be further up the grid. Um, struggled with a few things on the, uh, on the car this year, and um, you know, if I was going to do it again, hopefully next year um, we can have a better chassis and, and keep progressing, and I'm sure the results will start coming. How is it progressing for 2011? Look, hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll probably know what's going on. Um, we needed to get the year, year over and done with, and now obviously we can look towards um, 2011 and, and see what op- opportunities there are available um, and you know, just, just slowly work them out and do the best for Tony Riccadello. That's, uh, you know, it's, been, it's been a very difficult year um, for us. We uh, just haven't had things go our, our way. And, uh, but we sort of seemed to get a few, few results the last couple of rounds. So, uh, fortunately, it's a little bit late um, to, uh, to get some results. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, we're sort of getting there. What about 2011, uh, 2011, uh, it won't be back full-time at this stage. Um, I'll be looking to, to enduro drives for, uh, for our 11 and look to um, have a couple of good results there and then uh, look to build myself back from there. Roland Dane is stepping aside for focus on other parts of the Triple Eight business. He spoke to the Van Insiders about his thoughts on the future of Triple Eight. Uh, yeah, I've got some stuff I want to do, interesting stuff I want to do. Uh, I want Triple Eight race engineering to do. 
um, and uh, broaden the broaden the scope. Uh, but I also want to allow the the race team to to grow in its ability and to ensure it carries on winning. Yeah, we've this is our hundredth championship event in Australia as Triple Eight, and um, in that time, yeah, we won won more races uh, than anyone else. Uh, one more Bathurst, uh, one more points than anyone else, uh, one more rounds. So, uh, yeah, I think we've we've done a pretty good job. So, I want that to continue and make sure the the batting average uh, gets better. You can read more about Roland's departure in the latest edition of V8X magazine in stores now. Tony Warren, a smash repair team, said goodbye at the Sydney 500, but Phil Nixon told the V8 Insiders that getting apprentices involved in motorsport is certainly not over. Uh, this weekend we've been working with TAFE New South Wales and we've got 30 apprentices from automotive throughout New South Wales and they're actually working with the V8 supercar teams this year. So as one door closes, you look at other opportunities. In fact, we did the same thing last year here and one of the apprentices that um, lived in Jindabyne is now working full-time with Gary Rogers Motorsport. So, yes, all good things come to an end. It ran its, its course for 40 years, which isn't a bad lifespan of a, of a, of a, um, a venture. So, yeah, it's, um, we'll move on and do other things and see what mischief we can get into. Ahead of Controversy Corner, we spoke to all the drivers, a lot of team owners and officials and asked them if they could sum up their year in one word. No, uh, yeah, shattering, shattering, use that one, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I can use two words, bloody tough. Yeah, rubbish. Steep learning curve. Shaza, fantastic. Eventful, frustrated. Terrific. Oh shit. <laughs> Disappointing. Uh, roller coaster. Uh, well, it's gone quickly. Frustrating. Okay. It's two words actually. It's character building. Like a roller coaster. Long. Frustrating. Better. Amazing. Overall, it's been a brilliant year. Just overwhelming. Not ideal. Promising. Oh, surprising. Reasonable. You know me, I can't do anything in one word. It's been an awesome year. Inconsistent, maybe. It's We're disappointing. Satisfying. Dramatic. Busy. Roller coaster. Successful. Building. Challenging. <laughs> Crazy. Hi, I'm Ebony. I'm Kirsty from the 4X Angels. Join us next on the V8 Insiders. Controversy Corner is next when we return with more on the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing V8 supercars. 
showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers. V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 supercar coverage. Out now. The views expressed on V8 Insiders, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect those of the network, Thunder Media, sportradio.com.au or V8X Magazine. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Hi, I'm Jason Richards. You're listening to V8 Insiders. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders. Joining us this week in between uh, Christmas and New Year, well, you have to have the Angel, of course. And, uh, well, we've got two for you of the 4X Angels in Ebony and Kirsty. G'day, how are you going? I'm not doing too bad. I hope your Christmas was as uh, pleasurable as it could possibly be. We didn't get much time off. We only got four days off, but we all went back and spent it with our family, so that was good. You are working right across the year for all the different sporting events you're involved in. When we see you at the track, we probably don't have much of an idea of what you're doing away from the track. What does it take to uh, become a Forex Angel? Well, um, it's a lot of work, really. I think what a lot of people may not know is that this is a full-time job for us. So, like you said, we work 48 weeks a year, five days a week, so... We're super busy. Um, our job is to dance at all the events which are sponsored by Forex. So that's, of course, our favourite, the V8 supercars, as well as the football, rodeos, um, music festivals like the Tamworth Country Music Festival, the Gimpy Muster, surfing, you name it, we're there. What prompted you guys to become angels? Well, most of us were working in the dance industry to start with, so... I guess we just sort of heard about, for me personally, I heard about the job through my agent in Sydney and she said, this job sounds perfect for you, please tell me that your current contract will be finished and you can get to the audition to um, become a Forex Angel. So, yeah, I guess um, it's such a great job. I mean, we get to travel Australia for the whole year, Um, you know, we get to dance at all the, the great sporting events, we interview the athletes, it's very unique. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, do you consider yourself a company, a dance troupe? But... Our official title is Ambassador. Okay. So we think of ourselves as one big happy family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like uh, Dick Johnson Racing did throughout the year. We should start there, in fact, because James Courtney's the champion and he's leaving Jim Beam Racing to go over to HRT. What have you thought about that move? Well, I'm actually biased. I'm a HRT fan, in particular Garth Panda, so... I definitely think it's a good career move for James. The Toll Holden Racing Team is definitely one of the most successful V8 supercar teams in the past 20 years, and the HRT brand is one of the most prestigious in Australian motorsport. So I'm excited that he'll be pairing up with one of my favourite Forex Ambassador drivers, Garth Sander. So looking forward to seeing what he can bring. Do you think he's going to give Garth a run for his money? Oh, no one can give Garth a run for his money. (laughs) They'll be a good team. (laughs) Well, what was your perspective of the year? What was the uh, Ebony? What was your what was your thoughts? Um, well, of course, I would have liked being a Holden fan. I would have liked to see a Holden car, or a Holden team take out the championship. But um, Jamie had a great year with I think was it nine nine wins that he had. So in my eyes, I think on the grand scheme of things, Holden still did pretty well. So I, I would have liked to see Garth a little bit more up front, but. 
Yeah, I think with all the rule changes this year, like the soft tyres, control camshaft, full-time driver split for the Enduros, I think the championship endured quite a shake-up. So, yeah, I think it definitely made for some interesting viewing. Yeah, that was one of the uh, big rules. Do you think the drivers being stuck in their own cars and not having Jamie and Craig getting together, Garth and Will, as it was uh, last year, do you think that's a, a good idea moving forward now that they've confirmed it for 2011? Well, I hope Garth isn't listening to this because I know he in particular wasn't a big fan of the enduro driver split. Um, I actually didn't mind it. I think it did add to the entertainment value because the races were less predictable. You wouldn't get to see, if you take Bathurst for example, teammates Craig Lowndes and Jamie Winkup battling it out there for first and second. You just wouldn't see that otherwise. So, Plus it also gives more of the part-time drivers a chance to get out there and be seen like Steve Owen now is being signed for next year. So yeah, I think, I think it's a good thing. Mm. One thing, though, we are going to see uh, next year is the um, fact that we're going to 28 cars. We're losing one of the Walkinshaw Racing licences has gone back to V8 Supercars Australia. Do you, do you think that's going to make much of a difference? Um, well, I mean, you know, it is one less V8 Supercar driver to beat and one less car to avoid colliding with, I guess. But then... On the same token, as you said, it's one less car that the Walkinshaw Racing Team will be focusing their resources on. They'll be investing more time in their other three vehicles and making those three vehicles more competitive. So, I mean, I guess on the whole, every change, no matter how small, is going to affect the racing. But I don't think it will have as much of an impact as, you know, increasing the number of soft tyre rounds in 2011 or a rule like that. Mm. Now, you mentioned before you guys were ambassadors and uh, you have the four-driver ambassadors as well one of which is jamie wing cup now there's been a fair bit of speculation across the year and you guys do interview these guys quite a bit we do the talk that jamie might finish his current contract in i think he's got two years left and then go overseas what what do you think about that idea for him well i think most of that talk was based around him winning the 2010 championship and that that would mean that he had nothing left well people were saying that he would have nothing left to achieve in v8 supercars but I think the fact that he didn't win the 2010 championship, he didn't win the hat-trick, he's still yet to, to beat Norm Beachy's record and um, win, in both of, win the championship in a Ford and a Holden. So I, I think there's still plenty left to achieve. And lots to do. Lots to do. And, <laughs> and as well, considering that he's still got another two years under the contract, I think he'll be, he'll be sticking around for a little bit yet. And we love having him as a Forex ambassador, so we hope he doesn't go anywhere. This year, I, I don't know how much you were interviewing him last year, but hasn't he changed this year? Absolutely. He's an all-rounder, really, isn't he? <laughs> um, he definitely, whenever we interview him, he's always got a little bit of goss up his sleeve. He's the one who isn't afraid to spill the beans. I interviewed him just before the Sydney Telstra 500 at um, Campbelltown Catholic Club, and he was not very tight-lipped about the, the new driver teams and all of that. So, yeah, he's always fun to interview. The, the crowd was loving it. <laughs> Of course, you do work across so many sports. Do you think that, uh, particularly with rugby league, where you see guys changing teams two years ahead of their move, and Aussie rules, it's almost like blasphemy if a, dri- if a player talks, <laughs> about, uh, talks about moving. You saw the whole Gary Ablett situation this year. Absolutely. What about V8 supercars? Do you think they should be able to announce where they're going mid-season? We saw a couple of drivers retire, of course, but... Do you think they should be able to just say, yeah, in two years' time I'm going to be racing for that team? Oh, it, it is controversial, isn't it? I, um, I mean, I do think they should be allowed. I know it causes a lot of controversy and 
a lot of people that I've talked to about this at the Forex Retreat think that um, it distracts from the racing a lot. But, I mean, I do see that point, but you can also look at it as a positive because it means the fans are finding out, you know, what's happening, when it's happening. They're getting kept in the loop. So, you know, if they're a big Ford fan or a Holden fan and their driver's leaving that brand, they might want to start thinking about who they're going to support and, you know, that sort of thing. It all, you know, adds to the mix, keeps it interesting. Well, we need to take a break. <laughs> Sorry? Lots of media coverage from it, that's for sure. Yeah, and when you've got a nine-week break in the middle of the season, you need as much of that as you can get. Exactly. That's for sure. <laughs> we, need to, we need to take a break here at the V8 Insiders. After this, more with the Angels. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. To ask a question of the V8 Insiders, just email them at v8insiders at sportradio.com.au. Hi, I'm Craig Lance from Team Vodafone, and you're listening to V8 Insiders. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders. Joining us from the Forex Angels, it's Kirsty and Ebony, and it has been an interesting year. I guess uh, one thing I would be uh, keen to find out is what was the funniest thing that has happened to you at a V8, a V8 event this year? How do we pick? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of funny things, but one that sticks out in my mind is at Bathurst this year, there were two grown men who showed up at our Forex retreat fully dressed as Forex angels, and they came complete with their own routines, they had wigs, they even had Mr. Forex sewn onto their pockets. Um, they were wearing skirts, though, instead of shorts, but and some lovely well, little gifts. Lovely sandals, but hey... A bit, the effort was um, definitely appreciated. They were lots of fun, and, yeah, we, we had some good laughs with them. Sandy and Rusty, I think Yeah, that, that was them. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're happy to see that they've made the... Uh... The highlight of 2010. <laughs> yeah, that's right, the highlight of 2010. Uh, look, um, how much do the V8 supercar events differ from the other engagements of football, the Masters and, and that sort of thing? Oh, I think the biggest difference, I'd have to say, is how busy the day for us is at the V8. I mean, it's normally a 10 to 12 hour working day, which is huge. So um, we dance six to eight times a day on our stage at the Forex Gold Retreat, as well as on track on our Forex Angels Youth Stage. Then we interview our four Forex Ambassador drivers, as we said earlier, which are J-Dub, Murph, Frosty and GT. Then we film with Channel 7 for the big screens and around the track. Um, we participate in Gold Class Sessions, which is an upgrade that Forex offers to the fans where they can head upstairs at the retreat and enjoy a few cold Forex on us. And then when the day is done on track, we head off to all the local venues for more performing and more meeting and greeting. And then when that's done, we head home and prep for the interviews we have the next day. So I'm tired just saying that. <laughs> this is an hour-long session, right? <laughs> you say it was an hour push <laughs> But uh, so, they're huge. That's definitely the biggest difference. It's just they're such busy days. We absolutely love them. Um, definitely my favourite event. I'm not even saying that. Ebony can vouch for me on that one. Actually, after because we've both been doing the job for two years now, so next year we'll be going into our third hat trick. And um, yeah, we got there before Jamie did. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think the fact that we have our forex retreat there really um, adds to the event, and we. 
like I said, doing it for the third time next year, we really do start to see those familiar faces, those V8 fans that just keep coming back and... Yeah, so, yeah, we become mates with them and, yeah, we all live a good life together. It sounds like it's a good job, particularly uh, if you're a dancer that wants to travel the country, but is it the dream job or what would your dream jobs be? I think it is my dream job. I, I'll i do this for as long as I can. I think I'll be, you know, a grandma and still be wanting to wear my red heels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know about Ebony? It, it definitely is a dream job and, uh, you know, being in the dancing industry for sort of about 10 years now and this is a contract that I just keep coming back to and coming back to so usual dancing jobs last for about six months and then you move on this one yeah three years and um and we're still going so yeah I think it, once you've done this job it's I don't think there's going to be another dance job that is going to even yeah match it so I'm currently um studying for a certificate for in marketing so and, of course, using my entertainment experience with that marketing experience and study, I'd like to, I guess, merge the two together to do maybe some entertainment marketing or... Post-Angels. Yes, that's, that's when they kick me out of being an ex-Angel. Mm. But <laughs> it, it sounds like you, you, there's so much travel, there's so much work going on in 48 weeks of the year. It yeah. it's, would be a job that would burn people out pretty quickly. Well, um, I know. It's so much fun at the same time. Like, everywhere we go, we get to do something you know, really unique. We went shark diving last year. We went bungee jumping. We went on a crocodile tour when we were in Darwin for the V8. So we really make the most of it. And we get four weeks annual leave, just like any other full-time job each year. So we've got those weeks in there that we can just kick back and put our heels up. Our heels, our heels but they're not permanently attached. Put our feet up. <laughs> but um, even then we choose to sort of take off. I think Kirsty just went to centre of Australia for her, one of her annual leaves, and I went off to the state. So, yeah, I think you definitely have to love travel to do this job, which we definitely do. Mm. So is the entire is the entire family at every event? <laughs> they would love to be, actually, I'm sure. Um, I'm actually from Mount Isla, so my family came to the Townsville round this year, which was awesome. Townsville was actually my favourite, favourite event because the crowds there are just, so massive every day and everyone's just so passionate about the V8. So I love it. But, um, yeah, so the family gets along to what they can. I always call my big brother and rub it in where I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, sorry, I meant family as in the Forex Angel family. Does every dancer oh, go to every event? It's always, it's always the same seven girls. So that's our little family. We don't have any step-ins or replacements or anything. So, yeah, we spend 24-7 together. Um, there's only one group of angels in Australia. So if you see us, it's me and Ebony. <laughs> We're going to be there. <laughs> no standards, I guess. But what about uh, now touch wood? If you guys are in heels and twisted ankles and that sort of thing, how does the show go on if uh, if things like that happen? Well, everyone's pretty tough. Um, we've, you know, we're pretty lucky. We haven't had many injuries. We could re-block, you know, and have a six-girl routine and get the other girls to just make up the extra work <laughs> and other duties. <laughs> So Kirsty being dance captain, she that's her role to step in when someone when someone is injured. So it could happen sort of half an hour before we're due on track at Channel Seven. Kirsty just has to go, right, um, you're now in this position, this is your new part, you step forward here. So yeah, there is a lot that goes on behind the scenes that you guys don't see. So hopefully our aim is just to deliver a polished routine every time so that you don't even notice. And entertain you. <laughs> mm. Now, who has taken a hot lap here with uh 
in a V8? Oh, no. This is a very sore subject for us. <laughs> we, we were meant to go on a hot lap today with our Forex ambassador, driver Greg Murphy, but we couldn't get the day off rehearsals. So Ebony and I have been in the studio with our choreographer, William Forsyth, and he has been working us so Never. hard. We've learned, <laughs> we've learned eight new routines for you in four days. So we're and, meant to be on a hot lap right now. And really no sad. hot lap. That's uh, well. So, so we any sh- connections that you've got that you'd like to um, <laughs> you'd like to hook us up with? We'll greatly <laughs> appreciate it. We'll call Murph and see if he wants to drive down to the Gold Coast. <laughs> hey, well, talking about Murph. Oh, it, it is my favourite driver. Uh, so um, it's interesting. Both of you have got Forex ambassadors as your favourite drivers. Yeah, they're like our big brothers. You know, <laughs> you develop this brotherly, sisterly sort of fun. You know, relationship. You want them to do well, but they're both Holden drivers, and Ebony and I are the Holden supporters in the Angels. So, what the rest of Ford? There are some. We've got four new girls this year, and we're trying to win them over already. Oh, okay. The <laughs> so, there's a bit of a fight. <laughs> so, I, I should ask this: Did you do the four X Gold V8 Supercar Survey? No, I think we were excluded yeah. from it being part of the company. Okay. But we did read all the results and. We saw that Garth was named the most popular driver, so we've been teasing him about that a little bit, asking him, you know, did his family vote? <laughs> Firstly, your opinion then. Do you think the series should go to more makes of car? I like it holding a Ford. I mean, I love the rivalry that's there. Everyone's just so passionate and so loyal about their brand, and I think it just, you know, adds so much to the atmosphere, but... You never know. I, I drive a Mazda 121. I wouldn't mind seeing a Mazda beeping around on the, yeah, buzzing around there. What about when, what about when you're in the uh, retreat and talking to the different punters that come along? What, what do you, what's the feel you get from those people? The customers uh, we usually associate with are up at the top in the um, 4X Gold Class section of the retreat. So they're obviously very grateful to be invited up there, be given two beards tokens as well and get one of the best views on track so we actually there's nothing but positive sort of energy up there and the crowd is just awesome and just pumped to be there Mm. look we need to take another quick break here we'll do gas and go on the white flag lap this week so uh hopefully you guys can hang on for a couple more minutes and we'll be back with more find out more about your favorite supercar teams and drivers when we go inside further on the v8 insiders You've taken the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 supercar coverage. Out now. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. You're listening to V8 Insiders. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders as we are about to go gas and go on the white flag lap. Still with the Forex Angels in Ebony and Kirsty. Now, the idea of gas and go, girls, is five questions in three minutes. I will tell you that uh, Chris Jewell and Neville Wilkinson, big hair Nev from V8X Magazine, both managed to take so long on this segment I had to do an extra show to put it in. (laughs) 
So uh, we are renowned for how much we can talk, but we will try. All right. Maybe give us a word limit. Yeah. <laughs> Gas and Go is brought to you by V8X Magazine. It's on sale now, the brand new edition, wrapping up a big year of V8 supercar racing. First question, and Emily, you first. Which event has the best fans? Definitely Bathurst. The racing knowledge the fans have there is just phenomenal. It, it blows me away. Um, I also love how loyal and passionate they are about the drivers of uh, the driver or team of their choice. So. Kirsty? I'm going to go with her on that one. Um, first vote, oh, maybe Townsville as well, like I said earlier. Um, I think I read that it was the biggest event in Queensland. Yep, and it won the Tourism Award as well. Yeah, recently, so I think a lot of people share my opinion on that. Mm. Okay, uh, Kirsty, to you first. Which yeah. driver have you found to be the biggest flirt? only um, work with our four Forex ambassador drivers and as I said they're like our big brothers so I don't really we spend most of the time just being goofs with each other and sort of paying each other out so there's not really much flirting going on unless that's their attempt of flirting <laughs> I don't know which I doubt oh there's <laughs> right the headline V8 drivers poor flirts <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course I know there's been a couple of times where you guys have nailed them in those question sessions they have uh, been completely well, we caught do. off guard. Where are you getting this from? <laughs> like, we we always do our research and we try and make some very interesting listening for our fans. Well, embarrassing for the drivers. Ebony, which event is the hardest one to get up in the morning for? Oh, I'd probably say the colder rounds. Even though we are dressed, we're dressed in you know our scarves and our big bomber jackets and our undershirts and gloves and long pants, but. You still don't want to get out of your cosy bed to um, <laughs> be out in the colder rounds, I'd say. So I'd say we've got Winton, Phillip Island, uh, Tassie. So <laughs> hard. I grew up in 40-degree heat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going the same way there, Kirsty? Um, I would probably say Bathurst, just because, I mean, I do love it. It's my favourite round other than town school, but the days are just so long and we perform so much that... You, know, you wake up in the morning and your body says, please, just 10 more minutes in bed. <laughs> then I'll get up, I swear. With the control tyres, I think, they've had the reputation of being too all the sort of maintaining the performance during the race. So you'd end up with all the predictably good drivers up the front the whole time with minimal opportunities for the others to get ahead. So I definitely think the soft tyres, it, it comes down to strategy more. So, yeah. I think it's a bit of an Achilles heel for some drivers. Then for other drivers, it's, you know, their strong point. So... They're tripling the amount of soft tyre rounds next year, so um, definitely more of a spectacle, I think, for the fans. Mm. And who will win the 2000? I think I know this answer. Who will win the 2011 <laughs> V8 Championship? <laughs> I want to see a Holden come back <laughs> for two years in a row. Sorry, Dad, but it's time for Holden to take over. <laughs> now, oh, it's hard because I want to say either Jamie or Garth. But I do know that James Courtney does go well with the soft tyres. Um, mm. It'll just depend on how he goes developing the new Holden hardwares and, and how he goes in the new Holden car. But, yeah, I think he's in with a good chance as well. But I'd, but I'd like to see, and of course, Garth And he's doing well as well. Oh, Frosty, also likes, Frosty also likes the soft tyres too. He, I think he took out both races on Winston, or at least one of them. So, yeah, he's... he's Probably he'd be, be up there course. as well, yeah. Mm. So we've got Garth Tander, and you think James Courtney? A little bit of everyone in there. 
we're keeping our options open. Very diplomatic. So that we look knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to throw a sixth question in. Which is your favourite V8 supercar podcast? You. Yeah, Craig. <laughs> Guys. <Great insiders. laughs> thanks very much for your time. Thanks for us for that note. <laughs> That's that's the gas and go for another week. Brought to you by the V8X magazine, and also that's the uh, white flag lap for this week. Uh, Emily and uh, Kirsty, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for having, thanks us. For having us. Yeah, it's been great to talk V8 outside of V8 season. So, and of course, we wish you all the very best for the new year, which is uh, only a couple of hours. Well, it's a day and a few hours away. We're very excited. We've got a day off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as the checker flag waves over this edition of the V8 Insiders, till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Join us next week for more V8 Insiders, only on v8x.com.au.